Hi friends, welcome to She Leads Her Life. This is Jenna Schneider, your host, and I'm so happy you're here today. It is Friday, um, and it is officially May, and it feels like spring outside here in Madison, Wisconsin, which many Wisconsinites will agree there are a few people that appreciate the spring weather than Midwesterners that have endured long winters. So we are all very happy, even though we are mainly confined in our homes, that spring is awakening in our neck of the woods. Today I want to talk to you a little bit about rhythms and routines. Now everybody's life has been uprooted during COVID-19 and everyone's rhythms and routines are not probably what they were before the pandemic hit. And what I want to talk a little bit about today is creating a routine that works for your family. Now, I will share a little bit today about what our routine somewhat looks like in our household, but that is by no means the way that your routine should look like. Um, Everyone's routine is going to look different, and it should, and there is no right way to do it. But now I couldn't even tell you what week number we are on with being in isolation, but I can share a few things that have helped our family along the way. Our day, my husband Nate does work from home now. He is a software engineer, so thankfully um, he is able to work from home. I am just wrapping up my professional coaching license through the University of Wisconsin. So I would consider that maybe a little less than a part-time job, but somewhere right around a part-time job, trying to wrap all the loose ends up with that. Um, and so, and then we have our two daughters who are nine and six and trying to keep up with their schoolwork and whatnot. So that kind of gives you a little picture. Oh, and also we have um, Zoe, our three-year-old dog, and we just got a puppy about three weeks ago, and her name is Coco, and she's a little dachshund, and just super, super sweet, has been a great addition, but there's also taking care of her during the day. So what our day somewhat looks like is my husband, Nate, has recently gotten into, he's always ran and worked out, but he's really gotten into running lately, and I'm so proud of him. Um, He is putting on around, I would say, 35 to 40 miles a week um, with running and has been using uh, the Strava app has been, this is not sponsored, but the Strava app has been amazing for him to keep track of his runs and work towards goals and whatnot. So he typically wakes up around 5.45 um, and heads out for a run. I used to be the one that would wake up early before work and work out. Um, but our routine has shifted a little bit and he has been the one getting up, going for a run. And then when he comes back, um, then I usually, we have a Peloton bike that I love. So I typically do that or a weights workout. Um, and during that time, this is not, I also want to say, this is not what our routine looked like when we had littles, littles. Our girls are six and nine, and so they're very capable of getting up, getting dressed, um, pouring themselves a bowl of cereal if need be. We do like to have pancakes on the weekends and have a nice family breakfast, but during the week, we typically just are having toast or English muffins or cereals. So um, 
Nate gets back from the run, then he gets ready for work, and then I typically go down to our basement and do a ride or a workout there while the girls are getting up, getting dressed, and um, they typically help take care of the puppy, make sure she gets outside, and the girls' schools have been doing a Zoom call around 9 a.m. each morning, so then I come up from my workout making sure everyone's all set, fed, and then they get on their Zoom call workouts. I get ready. They then um, are on their calls, and then they're usually done right around 10.30. And around that time, I have them go out. Hopefully, it's not raining, and I've even set them outside in the rain with umbrellas before, but just to get some fresh air. And this has been the biggest change that I've noticed is they are staying outside for an hour or longer now just playing in the yard and this has taken some time you guys but I've seen over each week telling them nope you have to stay outside now they're yearning to stay outside more instead of asking can I go on the phone can I go play a game can I have some more screen time and so really developing that Um, want and creativity to be outside has been something that has been working for them, which I am so thankful for because that's what I want. I want them outside with their hands in the dirt and learning through that way. So they're outside. Then we typically, I go upstairs, I do some schoolwork, get caught up, and then we do lunch together. Um, And then in the afternoon, around, um, as we're finishing up lunch, I really like to do a reading together. So either I read from a book, we're currently reading Little Women, or I have a couple other books about women in science, or and I just read a little excerpt. This has also been a struggle, especially for my six-year-old. Um, I know she sits better for her teacher, but for me, she gets distracted and wants to get up and doesn't always want to listen. And so oftentimes I'll try and read to her while she's eating. And so she's sitting still, um, and tends to be a little bit more respectful that way. Um, so we try to read something. There's also, uh, we've been reading Narnia. Um, we've read excerpts from the green ember, which is also a great children's book. We have read the first two Harry Potter books, and I should say, this is not all over the during the quarantine, but these are the books that we've read probably in the last year. And then after that, um, I have them go, they're doing, there's a school site called Prodigy. It's a math learning site. And then they do Lexia um, after lunch for a little bit. And then guys, they're pretty much done by 1.30 and then in the afternoons I have them go outside and play or they do get a little bit of screen time or um, they've been writing letters to grandparents and friends and we just kind of go by that. I so appreciate all the teachers that have been putting um, so much work and effort into their online studies. But I do have to say that each family has to do what works for them. And I found that in the beginning when I was trying to make sure every little thing got done with the girls and we couldn't find a certain link and um, I finally had to say, you know, 
this is a really stressful time for everyone and we are going to do what we can, but I'm going to implement a little bit of our own type of homeschooling and education and playing outside and learning through the outdoors. Um, And we're just not going to get stressed if we don't get this worksheet done or um, couldn't get on the Zoom call at the right time. And we had a family talk about that and just decided we're going to let go of that and we're going to show up as much as we can. Um, But we are really going to enjoy learning in different ways now. And it's going to look different to every single family. And I just encourage all of you to do what is right. I will share. So the girls were on each of their calls for school Monday through Thursday this week. And we woke up this morning and it was sunny and already in the mid 50s, almost 60. And I said, you know what, girls, you do not need to be on your Zoom meetings this morning. I want you guys to go outside and play. As long as you're outside playing, then um, you don't have to be on your calls. And you also have to get your reading in today. And that's pretty much what we're going to cover. Well, I let them be. And as we speak right now, you guys, they are outside. I'm going to try and post it to my social media on She Leads Her Life and um on my Facebook page under Jenna Schneider later today, but they are building a te- almost like a teepee with sticks and mud, and they have been out there since 9.30 this morning, so a little over three hours. So um, I will post that so you can see that, but I think there's so much value to letting kids be creative and let them be outside and not get hung up on, oh, are they really where they need to be with reading and math. and They're going to get there, guys. And when they go back to school, whenever that may be, that's what teachers are great at. They will get our kids caught back up. And you know what? We plan on doing a lot of those little things over the summer as well, working on math and reading. But the biggest takeaway is just not to stress about it and enjoy our time together as much as we can, even though it is a lot of time. And sometimes, you know what? Mom and dad just need a break. I think we're all there a little bit right now. I talked a little bit about sitting at the table um, as a family, but that is really, if we are going to read to the kids, that is where I find they are the most attuned during our conversations. So if you go on, I got these little cards, um, family conversation cards. You can find them right on Amazon. They're very cheap. And we just keep them in a little bowl on our kitchen table. And um, at dinner each night, we pull one or two cards and we go around and just discuss. And then something since the girls have been out of school, I've implemented is I think having a wide range of vocabulary is so important for children to be able to discuss and share how they're feeling with the right words that describe what they're um, feeling. And so we also have on our kitchen table a box of, I think I got them just from Barnes & Noble, and they say on the front, I think it's Sylvan vocabulary words. Um, and we try and do maybe five or six of them at the dinner table And we just talk through what do different words mean and whatnot. I have always, 
So I should give a little bit of background. My undergrad is in health education. I am certified to teach health K through 12, and I did teach uh, middle school and high school for a couple years before I went on to graduate school. And I have always read homeschooling blogs and been intrigued with the idea of incorporating outdoor play with learning at home. And what I have learned through this process is I have been really following the girls on what they want to learn about and what intrigues them. And even this morning as they were building a teepee outside, Ellie said, Mom, I really kind of want to learn about the Indians that were in our area. We went on a hike the other day and there's an Indian mound. And so I'm going to do a little bit of digging and try and come up with some information to share with them. But I've really tried to let go of the control around, okay, the girls need to be here and we need to get this worksheet done and all of that. And I have found for our family, at least not saying this is for everybody, but for our family, this is what has been kind of keeping a good homeostasis among the entire family and not getting stressed out about what they're missing and if they are up to par and whatnot. Another area, um, of, if you want to call it quote unquote homeschooling is I've been finding the time during lunch when I take a break from my work or um, writing or podcasting is the time that we've taken to talk about just manners and behavior and um, passions and just real kind of in-depth conversations with a nine and six-year-old. I've been noticing with this is just being completely transparent that with my six-year-old, she went through a phase a couple weeks ago where she was really disrespectful to my husband and I and not really, you know, but what was lying underneath was all of this transition. This is a lot for her, especially if she's an extrovert. She misses her friends. And so um, I just chose to show her strong, show her strong boundaries, but also a lot of empathy during all of this. And so we've been taking time when they are both in really good moods, eating lunch and just talking about what does it look like to have good respect for adults? What does it look like to, um, to look someone in the eye when you're talking to them? What does it look like to um, have good table manners and all of that. And so I never thought that I would be technically homeschooling kids. And this is not what homeschooling really is. But just even taking the opportunity to talk to our kids about how, how are you showing up? How is this working for you? And then what other rules and expectations do we have for our family moving forward during all of this. The other area that I wanted to talk about today was the amount of grace that we need to continue to give to each other. This topic I find myself discussing on almost every podcast, but guys, there is no right way to parent right now. There's no right way to teach your children. I'm just sharing a few things that have 
worked for us. Um, and constantly show yourself grace. And as I was talking about our routine, I get to around the three o'clock hour after I've done a lot of my work, the girls have done their work. And this is the time, I don't know about any of you, but I would say from three o'clock, maybe 3.30 to dinner time um, is probably when everyone is feeling the most antsy, especially if it's not nice out and we can't go outside and go for a walk or go for um, a picnic out in the park or anything like that. But um, that's where a lot of times I find myself having to give myself grace, giving myself kids grace. And you know what? If that means all of us need to go to separate corners of the house and just have a minute and either play a game or if I'm (laughs) numbing myself through social media, which you know what? Some of us need that time every day to just feel somewhat connected to the outside world and um, kind of take ourselves out of the situation and not be reading the news and not be working one-on-one with our kids. And that's okay, you guys. Again, it goes back to giving a lot of grace. And then around five o'clock, Nate is done with his work and we like to make dinner together. Um, And also our girls like to cook a lot too. So if they are, I should say, in good moods, (laughs) then we will let them come and help us to make dinner. And then we usually eat around six. And after that, it showers or baths. And sometimes we'll watch a show as a family. And sometimes we'll have reading time. And usually the girls are in bed around eight o'clock. I do want to share, the other night we watched on... We love Disney. Um, We've been blessed to be able to go to Disney as the girls have been growing up more than one time. And Disney put on their Facebook. If you go to their Facebook page, they had a firework, their nighttime firework show. It lasts about 20 minutes and you can stream that right to your TV or on your phone. And that was just something really fun to watch and uplifting as a family together. So I hope sharing our day with you and a few tips and tricks may help you. I honestly don't know how many of you are doing it that are full-time teachers and are trying to homeschool your kids at home and trying to keep a home functioning. There are many of you that are working more than 40 hours a week, have two people in the family, and my hat goes off to you because even just working, being in school part-time, I find myself stretched thin. So I just want to acknowledge all of you and the healthcare workers that are on the front lines. You truly are incredible, and I hope you are applauding yourselves and giving yourselves as much grace as all of us outsiders are. I hope all of you enjoy your weekend. It's going to be beautiful here in Wisconsin, so you can get outside and ride bikes or go for a hike. Um, And I will talk to all of you next week. I can't wait for some of the interviews I have lined up to share. So have a great week, everybody.